Good morning and welcome to another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf. And we are joined at this time by both bookshelves, ladies, Chris and Mary. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. And, hey, yeah. nice and cold. Uh-huh. It's finally December. Yeah. Feels like it. Oh, it feels like December. You're so right. Nah. Excellent time to read a book. Precisely. Just honker on down, and there's a lot of good ones on the list. In fact, we got a brand new one on the list in our indie bestsellers. It's debuting at number one, and I believe it's debuting at number one on our USA Today bestsellers, too. So we'll start off with our indie bestsellers. Um, no surprise here. Diana Gabaldon, on. Go tell the bees that I am gone. So how many years has it been between those, Chris? Holy moly. <laughs> I'm thinking it's, it's close to uh, maybe six, that's, six or that's seven. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Six, seven years, something like that. So, yeah, we've been yeah, waiting a lot long of time. Yeah, a lot of people waiting with bated breath um, for that one. So, um, yeah, and we have it. So, come on in and... and uh, make somebody happy for Christmas or make yourself happy for Christmas. Yes. So, yes. Number that's, two. That's the best way to do it. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. buy yourself, you know you're going to get what you really want. This is true. This is true. Or you just do a lot of real heavy hinting to people and say, give them a list. Here, this is it. <laughs> Go to the bookshelf. Get this. We have people that do that. I love it. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> So we, have, number, we have our elf list here. Yes. We do. We do. Uh, number two on our list is the Lincoln Highway, and that's Amor Tolls. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. I always get this wrong. Cloud Cuckoo Land. Anthony Dower. <laughs> number three. I don't know why. I guess it's too many C's, I guess. Uh, number <laughs> Probably. four. Probably. Well, maybe it's just because it's just been so cuckoo lately. <laughs> it's been crazy. Uh, yeah, it's been nuts. But um, so that's number three on the list, and I know we have a copy of that too. Unless we sold it, see, I haven't been in there since Wednesday, so things move. Yeah. Oh man, a lot has happened since you've been there. Oh. I'll have to bring you up to speed after the radio show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, life is fun this time of the year. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so we 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 try and keep all of the bestsellers in stock now that doesn't mean it didn't yes. walk out the day before but usually if it's in stock in our warehouse we can get it within a day or so so you know what yes that that, that has been a challenge yes, yes. our i will say that um it has been a challenge uh, you know i really thought that we would probably avoid it because you know in indiana people are hard workers and um you know blah 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 but um uh, that's not necessarily the case. You know, they're both both UPS is understaffed, Ingram is yeah. understaffed, um, and it's just been tough to get um, the orders fulfilled and then put on the trucks. So, yeah, it's 
it's a trickle down effect, and it's just you and, betcha. Uh, we're at the bottom of the bucket, so we don't get trickled. Or we get trickled on a lot. <laughs> yes, but of course, our our customers and patrons are super patient, and and they and we're still, you know, we're not we're not at the red line yet. So no, we're, no, we're still no. getting stuff in. No, it's it's the seventh, and um, yeah, you you still have time, but don't wait too long. Yeah, so, that week yeah. before Christmas, you know, it was not. It was a typical. It was very typical for me to order on December the 23rd and get a big shipment in on Christmas Eve yep. so that we could fulfill requests because, you know, books have a tendency to be a last-minute kind of a thing. And, and and we know that. That's industry-wide. You know, we're aware of that, so we try to keep things on hand. But um, this year, it's, it's probably not a good idea to wait too long. So, no. I mean... And, and, you know, of course, there's always a gift certificate, you know, that we've, yes. we've done that and we can still still do that, you know, yes. make a gift certificate for a particular item and then you'll have something for them to open on. They just won't be able to open the pages of the book if it hasn't made it yet. <laughs> but, you know, it's something to look forward to then after the holidays. Exactly. Yes. yes. When we do when we do get it in. So, um, Louise Erdrich has number four on our list. It's the sentence. And Louise Penny and Hillary Rodham Clinton uh, round out the top five with State of Terror. There are no other debuts on our list. Um, it's We're getting to that time where they've kind of all, a lot of them have come out already, so they're in... They're kind of shuffling around, you know, and yeah. down below. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of good books on the list. But, oh, definitely. Uh, and definitely. we have most of them when I look at that list. We have most of yep. them. So this is good. In the nonfiction, number one is the 1619 Project, a new origin story, and that's Nicole Hannah Jones. Number two is a debut on our list with the nonfiction. It's Ann Patchett, These Precious Days, and this is Essay, the book of essays. So Ann, Ann Patchett, I love her stuff. She's, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's so good. And, of course, she's so popular in the Midwest, and, and in this case, um, is she's in the upper Midwest. She has her own bookstore. I think it's yeah. in Minneapolis. And um, um, she's very popular up, up in that area of the country. So you can see why it would be, you know, on our uh, list. Number three, Stanley Tucci, Taste, My Life Through Food. Number four, The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music. That's David Grohl. And The Dawn of Everything, A New History of Humanity. That's David Graber. So those are our top five. No other debuts on that list. In the paperback fiction, number one, Dune, Frank Herbert. Song of Achilles, Madeline Miller. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid. Number four, Madeline Miller with Searcy. Richard Powers, The Overstory at number five. Um, there again, a lot of good books on that list, too, in paperback. Mm-hmm. Um, great stocking stuffers. Are just little extras in the um, um, under the tree, so you know paperback right. can't go wrong with those either. In the nonfiction, braiding sweetgrass, indigenous wisdom, scientific knowledge, and the teachings of plants. That's Robin Wall Kimmerer. The body keeps the score. Brain, mind, and body in the healing of trauma. Bessel van der Kolk. The best of thee, David Sedaris at number three. Malcolm Gladwell talking to strangers. 
and Merlin Sheldrake at number five with Entangled Life. Uh, there are again no stars on that list either, no debuts. Number or number one in the children's early and middle grade readers. <laughs> We've been selling the heck out of this, and it is a good book. Neat story. J.K. Rowling, The Christmas Pig. So that's that's a fun. It's just such a cute story. It is. Yes. Fun, fun. Rick Riordan has number two with Daughter of the Deep. That's another one that's really been selling oh, really yeah. well. Yeah. We've, how many times have we reordered that already? A lot. Thank you. And there well, you know, it's a new it's, it's a new series from him. You know, it's, it's something that he's written. Of course, now he's kind of gotten into that place where he can recommend other new artists and new writers that are coming up. And yes. Um, but this is one of his own, so yeah, really good. Yeah, and I, I, I love anything he does. He's he's great. Uh, let's see, the Beatrice Prophecies, Katie Camillo, another author you can't go wrong with. Out of my heart, Sharon Draper, love her stuff. And Friends Forever, Shannon Hale, number five. There are a few um, debuts on the list. Wendy. Who has uh, number 12 with Ty's song. And Christmas is Coming, Traditions from Around the World. That's Monica Utnik-Strugla. So that sounds like a good one. I love that. I love sounds like a, real, a good Polish girl. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Young adult. Gilded. This is lying. Carolyn and the girl from the sea, a graphic novel, Molly Knox. Uh, number nine to debut on our list is Darcy Little Badger and it's a snake falls to earth. And that looks like it's you know, a Native American. That's real. It is. You know, Darcy Little Badger is an Apache. Um, she's also an uh, ecologist and. Um, She's, uh, I think she's down from Texas. She's part of that the Apache tribe in Texas. Uh, this is her second book, uh, The Snake Falls to Earth. And in, they're, they're all kind of, the first one has received really great reviews. And actually, I think this one, Snake Falls to Earth, is on the long list for the, for the um, uh, book of the year. Um, it's a lot of the... Um, uh, Native American um, mythology that's involved oh, in yeah. it, and it really sounds kind of interesting. I really love that stuff, so I think I might have to pop uh, that one and her first book in. Um, they're both in hardcover. They've never gone into paperback. I don't know. Puerido uh, is a, is kind of a different culture, so um, but they just sound really interesting. This is going to be a book kind of like a nine to ninety nine er. So yeah. it, it's it's YA, but if anyone is interesting in or interested in any of the Native American mythology, this this is really this is a book for you. Yeah, it's really good. That's, it does sound fascinating. I, I enjoy that kind of stuff too. Let's see, Children's Illustrated. No surprise here. Jan Brett, number one, the Nutcracker, and anything she does, her illustrations are amazing. The Oh, it's a beautiful book. Oh, it is. It is. All her stuff. That's you know, that's a great. Mm. Any of her stuff's great um, Christmas presents. 
1619 Project, Born on the Water. Of course, that's Nicole Hannah-Jones, and that's number two. Aaron Slater, illustrator, Andrea Beatty at number three. Change Things, a children's anthem, Amanda Gorman, and Sandra Boynton with Woodland Dance. In our children's series, Diary of a Wimpy Kid is number one, Jeff Kinney. Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland. Elephant and Piggy, Bo Willems. Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling. And Dogman, Dave Pilkey. So that rounds out our top five. So lots of, lots of good stuff on all the lists. Uh, yeah, it just shows that the <clears throat> Midwest is really, um, they're very literate, as we say. Yep. As we like to say. <laughs> okay, so what do we have on the USA Today? Uh, much of the same. Uh, Go Tell the Bees That I Am Gone, as you said, by Diana Gabaldon. This is uh, debuting at number one, and that was no surprise. Uh, Jamie Frazier and Claire Randall are reunited. So that's what everybody, you know, was waiting for. The last book, they were separated. Um, then she did another book that was really just kind of a, a kind of a critique of her other things. Um, but in this one, Jamie and Claire are reunited with their daughter, Brianna. Um, but now it's the American Revolution, and it threatens to tear them apart. So this is the ninth in this series. And so, you know, it's, it's really good history. She does research what she's, what she's oh, yeah. writing about in a historical uh, venue, uh, but of course it's, um, I, you know, I saw a list someplace where they listed all the books and they had these, I think it might have been in uh, Entertainment Weekly, and they they had kind of a meter of which one was the sexiest, which one was the most violent, which one was most, you know, so oh. I think this is um, back among the sexy ones, so. You get a little bit of everything in this book, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Go tell the bees that I'm gone. Uh, they're viewing at number two is Nora Roberts with The Becoming. This is the second in the, her series. Uh, in this one, it's kind of, it's once again a fantasy. She loves to write those, these type of books. Brings grandfather, the outcast god, Odrun. So she's made up a new, new mythology here. Plots to destroy her homeland and almost unite to defeat his dark forces. So that's one of the things with Nora. You read the first one, she sets everything out. Yep. You read the second one, you can, you know, um, she kind of continues it, but if you don't, you don't have to read the first one. You can read the second one and go back to the first one, but you can never read the third one. You have to read the other two first. Yeah, this is true. You have to wait for that third one that's coming next year. <laughs> They'll be coming. Uh, at number three is The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. This is the subtitle Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and the Global War on, Demo- on Democracy and Public Health. And this um, this book is, is, you know, many people think, oh, this is all about Fauci and, you know, his presence during the COVID, but that's not exactly what this book is about, you know, because there was another book that he actually um, prefaced about, oh, maybe three years ago, well, long before COVID, but it, it's about the, um, 
improper practices of many of the big pharmaceutical com companies in our country, that they just get away with way too much. And of course, they're all being sued now because of the, um, the um, uh, epidemic of the people using the, um, the prescription pills and they pushed them. Yeah, and so this is, this is more about that than it is about, about the COVID epidemic. And there's a lot in it that probably makes some sense. Uh, you know, because there's no reason why we pay as much as we do for our um, met, uh, prescription. It's just too crazy. As I was filling my my uh, prescription pill uh, case this morning, I'm thinking, holy moly, <laughs> I, I'm putting diamonds, you know, in this thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the real Anthony Fauci, that book, uh, that shit in it, number three, is all about. And uh, it should be more copies coming soon. Uh, number four is The Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Big Shot by Jeff Kinney. Um, Greg is ready to give up sports, but reluctantly signs up for basketball. Whoa. You know, that's life in the Big Ten. That can get kind of rough <laughs> in basketball. Uh -huh. <laughs> James Patterson's new Alex Cross. Uh, is out Fear No Evil and it is debuting at number five. Um, and Dr. Alex Cross. I'm not um, sure of that one. Um, probably, uh, I would say maybe 18, 19. Uh, yeah, maybe, it's got it. Of, of the Alex there, Cross. Yeah, there's a bunch of them that are sitting on that the shelf back there. So it's been, he's been doing Alex Cross for a long time. You figure I have been there 40 years, going on 42 years, yep, on that corner. And he started those just shortly after I opened. Because I think so I had the first go. one just about that time. And, I, and he hasn't done one every year. But, no. you know, he's missed a couple of but There's there's a lot of them there. We'll have to you figure that out. With other stuff, though, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, number six, holding at number six is The Judge's List by John Grisham. Uh, investigator Lucy Stoltz's search for a serial killer leads her to a surprising suspect, a sitting judge. Um, now, debuting at number seven is Psychonic. This is by Brandon Sanderson. This is one of his um, YA titles, but it's more of a, once again, it's, it's for all ages. In order to save humanity, Spencer must discover who she really is. This is the third in the Cytonic uh, series. Um, I was able to get one and two. If you hadn't started this series, Brandon Sanderson, of course, is wonderful. Um, he writes for all ages, and of course, oh, yeah. he finished he finished the series with Rob for Robert Jordan and Wheel of Time. Uh, so, you know, he just doesn't know how to write a bike book. It's wonderful. Uh, number eight, we've got The Wish by Nicholas Sparks. He's jumped up from 16. Still doing well. Daniel Steele has a debut. Why am I not surprised? Uh, the Flying Angels. And this is the lives and loves of six flight nurses during World War II. So she's oh, kind of tipping into that, that period. Um, during the, 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 the France and uh, England and all that um, kind of stuff during World War II. 
Number 10 is The Christmas Pig by J.K. Rowling. So much fun there. <laughs> Debuting at 11, The Throne of Glass. This is an ebook bundle. The only way that you can get this is actually to get an, an e, uh, it's a digital. You have to get it on your, um, so this is an, I mean, these are all of that series that's um, part of that Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Moss. We have the books, um, but if, you know, if you've got a reader, um, this, you have to get it this way, that bundle, which is a pretty good deal, actually. Number 12 uh, is Will by Will Smith. Uh, of course, that's his biography. 13, look at this. What did I say last week? It ends with us with number 20, and it's popped back up to 13. <laughs> this just <laughs> has legs me. like no other. It just does so well by Colleen Hoover. It's a great book, though. All American Christmas by Rachel Compass Duffy is still here at number 14. Frank Herbert's Dune, still doing well um, at number 15. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, yes, The Pioneer Woman Cooks Super Easy. Uh, once again, this time of year, people are always looking for uh, shortcuts, and she's got 120 of them in this oh, book for uh, dinners, desserts, and more. One thing about these kind of cookbooks, they're like coffee table books. They're just fun to look at. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, you may be inspired to actually cook, but, man, they're just the, the photography in them and the stories, and it's just neat books like that. Right. And this is a good one. You're exactly right. They're not just a cookbook. They're, you, you really um, get to know the, the uh, chef or in, in a lot of these cookbooks like this. And, of course, yep. um, <clears throat> Bree Drummond, if she, just don't, she just, like, you want to sit down and have a cup of coffee with her. Yes. Yep. Fun, fun, fun. Yes. Uh, at number 17, we have Stranger in the Lifeboat by Mitch Album. Uh, this is still going to do so well. It's such a good story. Um, a group of shipwrecked passengers pull a strange man from the sea who claims to be the Lord. So mm. that would be interesting. And, you know, Mitch Album has a way about telling stories like this. Yes. That are, you know, I haven't, I, I read maybe about uh first 10 pages of it, you know, and he just writes so well. Um, <clears throat> and of course, he's such a nice dude, too. I have to uh, finish that one when I have some, <laughs> when I have time. <laughs> um, Dave, that's funny. <laughs> yes, it is funny. Uh, Deva Baldacci's Mercy uh, drops from number two, but it's still in that uh, uh, top 20. This is an Adley Pine, um, continues her search for her sister, Mercy, who was abducted at age six. Baldacci is so good. He's just so good. The 1619 Project uh, at 19. Uh, this is created by Nicole Hannah-Jones, doing well in, across the country. And round out the top 20 is Atomic Habit by James Clear. And, and right now, I don't know that any kind of atomic habit is going to help me get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be in the miracle phase there is what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I have, to, I have to say, we've had lots of people stopping in. Um, they kind of, in the most part, pretty much know what they want. Um, yes. They have a, a specific thing that they've come in for. And so far, we've been pretty lucky about either having it or being able to get it, 
but I've, I'm finding already this year that we have lots and lots of people that are looking for things that are so obscure that, I mean, really, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't, yeah. and, you know, they're 50 and 60 years old. Yeah. Um, and I, the thing I is, and I remember too. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're 50 years old and I remember reading it. <laughs> <laughs> but there again, hope springs eternal, and it's amazing sometimes what you can find. Oh, right. And we have been lucky already. We've been able to find some really, really tough stuff. But, um, you know, there was that period in the, oh, gosh, when, when was it? I guess it would have been the, ni- the middle 90s when so many publishers were um, dumping so many yes. of their books. They sent so many things out of print. Um, and now they've started to resurrect them when I, you know, described them to people that they call them print on demand, where you can get the book, but you actually have to tell them with this technology that they have. Um, in our Ingram, our distributor does it. They call it lightning print. And um, they're, they're printed beautiful uh, hardcover books. They can, oh, yeah. We can get them in a matter of three days. You know, but of course, you know, it's, it's not that hard to do when you only have to do a couple as, as right. opposed to having to print out, um, you know, 300,000 copies. It's not going to happen with the new ones, which, you know, I've, I've had uh, customers ask me why, if we can get these books on print on demand, they're having such a hard time getting things printed in this country. Why don't they just print them here? and not have them printed in China and have to wait for them. And I think it's, it's just a matter of, of, of numbers and, and having enough people to do that kind of work. And the, um, a warehouse that has all that printing, printing because they got rid of so much of the printing material, the, the, the big presses, you know, are gone. And then, of course, they send all the wood to China, too. Everything that we have logged in here. <laughs> so and true. books are made out of wood. I mean, it's, yep. they're uh, paper products. So. And, and even the stuff that we recycle, a lot of times, goes overseas also. So yep. um, it's just a matter of cost. It just comes down to cost. Um, we can see how the books are inching up, the cost of books. Um, oh, yeah. You know, right? Yeah, you just look at any of the the hardcover bestsellers. Um, let's see, get up to hardcover bestsellers. Like, yeah, go tell, go tell the bees that I'm gone. It's a big book, but it's thirty six dollars. Yeah, you know, and just ten years ago, the average cost of a bestselling fiction book is was going to run what about twenty seven? Yeah, so and that, that was in yeah. ten years. And ladies, as uh, we are out of time, and uh, quickly, your uh, location, hours, and phone number, please. Okay. We are on the corner of North Wallet and Boeinger, and we are there Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 5, Saturday from 11 to 2, and you can give us a number is 812-934-5800. All right, ladies, we will talk to you again uh, next week in another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf.